0: Okay, so it might sound a little different to everybody tonight because this is the first episode that I'm recording in the new house. Um, It's my first night here. I just, my son Brian and I moved some stuff in uh, today, beds in today, and um, I've been moving stuff the past couple days, so... And it's just me in the new place, so it's the the room is empty right now. I'm still getting things set up, so if it sounds a little echoey, my my apologies. So uh, it'll once there's more stuff in the room where I'm recording, it'll sound less echoey, I would imagine. I do. I, I did think about like remember we talked about before putting foam on the walls to see if that like deadens the sound at all. Yeah. Foam might be a good uh, decorating decorative touch. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. I'm not sure. Not sure the landlord would like that too much. Why don't
1: you, why don't you just put a towel uh, over your head <laughs> with a microphone like underneath? <laughs> I
0: wonder what that would sound like. I don't know. That you know. That's maybe that's what we'll start doing. We'll start recording things just in different. In like crazy ways like that. And see if have listeners guess how we're recording. (laughs) Like, oh, you're recording from a closet. Oh, you're recording with your head in the oven. You're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Although if we don't know what it sounds like until the episode's over, it could get quite annoying pretty fast. So we don't want to lose listeners just because of idiotic sound quality. So, um, so I, this is the first time I've ever lived alone.
1: Right? How do you? Well, I mean, it's day one. So, what do you it's think? Day one.
0: Um, it's super weird. And when I came in, because like I, I, I was, you know, working doing work all day and moving some stuff in and just, it was just kind of a busy day. But then like when I came in for the night tonight, I just kind of stood there and I was like, all right, well, this is it. And it was, um, like, I didn't know what, like, to do. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff to do, but it just felt like, all right, well, now... It's just me. So what the hell? What the hell do I do? So I resorted to like my comfort thing. I just started cleaning. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, all right. Well, the place, you know, the place is remodeled. So things, you know, pretty much everything's clean. But the bathroom wasn't remodeled. It was remodeled a few years ago. So it's you know, it's nice, but it's not brand new like a lot of the other stuff. So. I thought, all right, I got to clean the bathroom. Like I cannot use a bathroom and you know, the, pe- the, the people that rented it to me cleaned and like, it's, it's fine. Like I, I think I'm a little bit too picky on some of that stuff, but so I went to the store and I loaded up on cleaning supplies and stuff. And then I came back and I just started cleaning like crazy in the bathroom and went through literally two, ro- <laughs> two rolls of paper towel, Ooh. just like, Going crazy on it, but I mean, That's we've talked about commodity too. What paper towels? They're a commodity right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I should be a little bit more careful with those. But um, they, you know, you and I have talked many times about our germophobia, mm-hmm. which you know, the whole world is is uh, understanding us now. But um, oh, yeah just knowing that I have a bathroom that I cleaned, you know, just that that firsthand knowledge of, okay, you know, it was clean before, but then like when I started cleaning it, I was like, okay, it hasn't been cleaned here. It hasn't been cleaned here. You know, what about under here? And, but now I know, okay, I cleaned it, you know? So when I, not that I was scared to go in there before, but When I go in there, I'm like, "All right, this has the Brett Baker seal of approval, so it's actually clean."
1: Did you change uh, toilet seats?
0: That is the most maddening thing of all. I that did I tell you before that I wanted to do that? No. Okay. Well, that was my when I got the house. The first thing I thought was, "Okay, I got to get a toilet seat," because like just the idea of using a toilet seat that was already here is just me Mm -hmm. so i went to the store tonight and the only toilet seats they had were wood enamel seats or those like soft cushion seats oh
1: yeah that isn't an option no and
0: like i just want a plastic toilet seat so were they out of them they were like on clearance apparently they're not carrying them anymore at meyer so they must have been on clearance so they were like completely wiped out Okay. So I usually get them at Target because I know Target always has them. But Target's like on lockdown or whatever. I think. Can right. you even go to Target? I don't even know. I think you like order and they bring stuff out. I'm not even sure. Now that now what that about I think, a
1: hardware store.
0: Well, it was late. It was like eight o'clock. Okay. So. I didn't know if any place was going to be open. I, I wish I would have thought of Home Depot because right. they you know they were still open. So first thing tomorrow, I'll head to Home Depot and get one. But and as I was cleaning, like the one that was on there looks pretty new. I mean, I'm not even sure they might have just put that one on there. But still, I'm not I'm not taking any chances with it. Exactly. But but then I kind of think like it's that's kind of an irrational thought because. I don't change the toilet seat every time I go to a hotel. I don't even clean the toilet when I go to the hotel. I just take the word for the, you know, that the cleaning person cleaned it. You don't even
1: put, like, toilet paper on the seat?
0: No, I just no. I don't know why I always just assume that hotel toilets are clean. Like in public, I'm all about the toilet paper. I, I like I have my body trained now, so I don't even have to go to the bathroom in public. But like if I ever do, I I just put toilet paper down, but not in a hotel room. In a hotel room, I'm always like, yeah, it's probably clean, which is what sense does that make?
1: Well, I yeah, well, I, th- I, th- I think when it's your own, it's different it's
0: yeah like a transfer right <laughs> right right and like you know i i i'm gonna clean the entire house over the next day or so Right. and you know wipe down everything and i got you know a million different kinds of cleaner and stuff but just and a lot of the stuff is new so i i don't know just the thought of like sitting on somebody else's Toilet seat is just gotta, weird. Yeah,
1: I I think part of it is uh, is is the unknown because right if I bought your house after you, I probably wouldn't change it because I don't know it's you. Right, right. And yeah, vice versa. I don't know. Right. But, but we don't know who was using your toilet seat. Did they have like, I don't know, hemorrhoids? It's like rubbing their ass on the seat. Did I'm they kidding, have gross
0: butt fungus like, or something? Like
1: explosive ass every <laughs> evening. I mean, you don't know.
0: No, and I, I'm kind of glad that I don't know too, because like, I, I. I'm like, if I knew who lived here before, I would be like, oh, God, that person was here, and oh, God, that was... You know, in this way, I can just be like, okay, just faceless people were here, you know? And, like... It, um,
1: it kind of reminds me of, of potluck meals. <laughs> so... I, How so? <laughs> okay, well... So, when you know the owner of the toilet seat it's easier to sit down on right okay <laughs> okay <laughs> but the fear of the unknown is what makes you change the toilet seat
0: right yeah so
1: i uh i just apply that logic to potlucks right like if i don't know the cleanliness of the person uh, if i really haven't been in their house i don't eat their food right so when there's some random potluck i don't do that often now but when we had to have like work parties or whatever and people brought shit in i wouldn't eat over half of it because i'm just like Dude, i fucking don't know you or worse it's like Dude, I know you. I'm not getting shit from you. Yeah
0: that that was the that was the other thing I was thinking. Like, you know, if you know somebody and you're like, I've seen what that guy does with his hands, and right, I've right. I've been in the bathroom with him when he hasn't washed his hands. I'm not eating that. Right. Like, ugh, Yeah. I okay. I thought I thought it was going to be a stretch to tie it to a potluck, but
1: oh, hell no, it's easy.
0: But your metaphor game is strong.
1: I know. So, do you? Like potlucks, do you like to eat other people's, like, possibly unwashed hand food? <laughs>
0: um, I don't know if I've been to an actual potluck before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess I probably have. I don't really give it much thought. I usually look at what's being presented and kind of make a judgment from that because i might not i might not necessarily know who brought what anyway right so um i don't know i i think people what amazes me is people who just have like no idea of what to bring to a potluck like people that bring something because you know if if you're or like um I think of like even at my kids' fun fair at their school, like the the cakewalk, like the bake sale. They have you know right. everybody wants a baked good, and you win. And it's like some this the stuff that some people send. I think like why do you think anybody wants that? Why would you bring that? Like this, you know, stupid recipe that you have or something that for some reason you like. There, nobody else is going to like that. Why? Why are you? ruining everybody's expectations you know shit. huh what did they bring like well just like you know like burnt cookies or like
1: or, or there there was one
0: error there, 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 there was there was one um i can't even remember what it was but it was they had put um like it wasn't brownies, but it was like brownies in um, sandwich bags. And maybe part of it was just like the packaging of it. Mm-hmm. But they like individual ones in sandwich bags and then put like a few sandwich bags inside a big gallon like storage bag or whatever. And the whole thing just looked like so thrown together. And so like, like they didn't make it specifically for that. It was like, they had some brownies left over and they cut them up. <laughs> and him or something. I don't know. Just things like that. Or like, um, I don't even know where, where have I even seen this before, but like people that make, you know, some gross like green bean dish or something or, Um, You
1: aren't talking about uh, green bean casserole, are you?
0: I I don't know. I might be.
1: (laughs) the fucking French onions on there?
0: No, not that. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think I've ever even had that before. I'm not opposed to it. I think I just probably haven't had it before.
1: Tasty. Especially the French onions.
0: Yeah, well, I know... um, was it this past thanksgiving or the year before um, at meyer they pulled off some french onions that had expired like <laughs> like from the year before oh
1: yeah i'm sure Because like
0: nobody buys that stuff those like crunchy onion fried onion stuff nobody buys those except for thanksgiving and christmas
1: right around the uh, holidays i'll i'll buy them and i'll eat them like potato chips
0: oh i'm sure they're
1: good once like january rolls around i'm 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 just like what the fuck am i eating french onions for (laughs) yeah
0: yeah well you know it's it's good that it's only once a year and not a not a more frequent thing but um you know i although i say that and then sometimes i don't bring the best things for like you know, Thanksgiving dinner, I'll be like, yeah, it's a good idea to make three different types of beets (laughs) because I like beets so much. So maybe somebody will like them roasted and pickled and boiled, you know, like, so maybe I'm not the one to talk with beets and Brussels sprouts and things like that. But
1: does your um, house have pots and pans?
0: Um, no, (laughs) I have, um, I I have a few storage containers, a few pie dishes, um, a sheet pan, and uh, that's a a few other like little, um, what are they called, Um, like small ceramic dishes for single serve desserts. I can't, uh, ramekins, a few ramekins. So, I've got some shopping to do and some uh, some acquiring of goods to to undergo. Right. But I, I mean, I, I went to the store tonight and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to get some stuff to cook." And I, was like, well, I don't I don't have anything to, to cook anything. In. So before I before I start step two, I'll go to step one. Right. <laughs> so I bought some uh, some bananas and grapefruit and Ritz crackers, and we'll mm-hmm. go. There you go. And I put a lot of thought into what the first drink should be. Okay. You know, I, 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 what, what's in your glass tonight?
1: Um, I'm having some Maker's 46 bourbon.
0: Okay. I, I was going to go with a mixed drink, but then I was like, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too complicated. I don't. So I was, I just thought, okay, I, I'm just going to get, uh, Dogfish had 60-minute IPA or 75-minute IPA. And then when I went to Meyer, all they had was the 90-minute. Okay. And I was like, it's yeah, kind of heavy. I don't really want a 90-minute while I do this. But then I thought, well, it's not the 120-minute, so <laughs> <Man>. hey, <laughs> it's man, fine. It's
1: in the m- middle.
0: Yeah, it's right in the middle. I mean, it's not as bad as it could be. Right. I do love that 120-minute, though. I yes, mean, it
1: is very tasty
0: it is so good so so i got a 90 minute and it's good it's uh it, it it didn't get as cold as i wanted it to get and i don't have any pint glasses yet so i'm just drinking it right out of the bottle but right. it's it, i like it um so yeah i mean you know we're we're starting out at the bare minimum and by we i mean me is starting out at the bare minimum here and just kind of building from there but um, so I had that feeling of just unease mm-hmm. at being a new place and being, you know, a new kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for stage of life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I walked in and I was just like, you know, what, what is going on? So I decided to clean and then I, um, I was like okay i can't just clean I, I have the i have the washer going that's noise but i need something else so i wanted i was turning on a podcast so i turned on this do you know who brene brown is she's a no she's like a research psychologist and talks a lot about um relationships and vul- vulnerability vul- Vulnerable. god i really cannot say that word
1: vulnerability
0: yeah vulnerability too much going on there and shame are her two things that she talks about. And uh, she's got a new podcast so I was like all right, and I, I've read a lot of her stuff and she's I, I think she's it, I'm, it, you'll be surprised that I'm a that I'm a fan of hers because she was she like became popular because of Oprah I think. Oh
1: yeah, that isn't your favorite person.
0: No, I don't think we've covered this on here before, but, like, Oprah Winfrey is not among my favorite people. Since, um, since
1: middle school or high school. A, a
0: long time. Yeah, a long, a long, long time. time. And I can't even really put my finger on why. Well, I mean, um, you
1: don't like it when people help other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Which by the reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, at no. first, I mean, I vaguely remember, I don't, you, when we were younger, you didn't like her delivery, like the personality.
0: I yeah. Think. Yeah. And I, I think part of the problem also was, um, It just seemed like she had this kind of like sainthood. Mm -hmm. I I was just like, what what has she done to deserve this, really, besides like host a talk show? But I mean, I, you know, she's done a lot and it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably surely unfairly maligning her, but now it's just tradition Mm -hmm. with me, so I can't break (laughs) it. But, um, But anyway, so this, you know, I listened to the, and this Brene Brown podcast is, it's new, it just started, and I I had seen it on iTunes, and I was like, all right, I'll check that out. I saw it like last week. And so I listened to the first episode tonight, and it's about FFTs, and I'm like, what the hell is FFT? She goes into this whole thing about FFT stands for fucking first time, and it's about the unease that we feel the first time doing something and how it can be frustrating and how it can feel overwhelming. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, this fucking podcast is like exactly what I'm feeling like at this exact second about like being in this house and feeling weird and like, you know, this new thing. And so it it was just really like odd that I turned that on at that exact you know, I had I, known about this for like a week or however long this has been on, and I've had plenty of opportunity to listen to it, but I didn't until I got here. And I was like, all right, now I'll listen to it. And it just it just so happened to like exactly apply to my current situation. And When things like that happen, it just kind of boggles my mind. It kind of makes you wonder if like there's some kind of like cosmic like, I don't know something steering you towards doing things that you don't even know, you know?
1: Right. Well, I mean, you, you just happen to he- hear it, hear that at the perfect time.
0: Right. Yeah. And it, and it was helpful because she, she offers these like guideposts of like this guidance of like how, how, how to think about things and, you know, name it and realize you're not the first person to go through it and realize it's not going to be that way forever. and, like, all of these things that I try to do all the time anyway that um, sometimes it's just nice to be reminded of. But, um, so, anyway, that's, you know, the first night in the new place. And uh, you'll see it whenever the social distancing thing ends. Yes. I and can't wait
1: uh, to head over there.
0: Yeah. And we'll, we'll have some uh, some episodes recorded at your place and some from my place. Although we got, we got to come up with a better, with a name for it though. I mean, we have the Florida room at your house. We just got to, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we come up with. <laughs> Although we didn't really name the Florida room. I mean, that's just kind of what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll think of it.
0: Yeah. We can. All right. Yeah. um. I was listening to another podcast the other day and they brought up just kind of in passing, but it made me realize that I, I used to see this all the time when I was a kid and I haven't seen it for years and it makes me wonder what happened to it. But do you remember when we were kids, like the old school generic labels? Well, like for food?
1: yeah. The one that pops up most is what, uh, Eagle had, Eagle okay. foods, uh-huh. just this like yellow label. There was like no company on it. It just said like potato chips or green beans.
0: It was right, like,
1: right, all yellow.
0: Yeah. I don't remember the yellow one. The one that I remember was black and white. Okay, it was a white background with black print, and it would say like peanut butter. Right. And it, it, it wouldn't have a brand or anything. Uh-huh. And I just wonder, like, what happened to that stuff? Like, did we just get...
1: Well, they branded
0: it. That's what I wonder. Like, is it is it branded or was it, like, replaced by branded things? Because I have in my mind somewhere that, like, that was, like, um, like government assistance brands. But I don't know. I don't know. Think... Thing, but you know that like I think like how Wick, how you can only buy certain things on WIC sure. women and children the thing and like I, that's what I thought that it was but I don't that could be completely wrong I don't
1: know possibly I, I mean we would have to research it but I think from a marketing standpoint because back then like generic was like really like frowned upon it's like oh right. yeah this tastes like shit it's generic and then maybe Dor said, Hey, let's call that's our house brand. Let's call it Lady Lee or Centrella or Roundies. Right. And then it's a brand name and all these fucking idiots will think, oh yeah, this is way better than generic. Yeah. And then yeah. it flies off the shelf because it's still cheaper than the craft or Campbell's or whatever. No, that's out there i think it's right probably a marketing thing
0: yeah but the just like the the design of that, the i don't know if you didn't see the black and white but the black and white design of it is just so classic to me like mm-hmm. i don't i don't really remember other labels of things from when i was a kid but i vividly remember like seeing the black and white like right so simple labels right. you
1: know? i mean even Even like uh, Meyer has has her own label, but that's probably no the the like same concept. Yeah, Uh, but no, I always hear it's just like whatever brand name in the Meyer label. So
0: right, yeah, that there's like literally no difference in it. Right,
1: but. So, you know, I've talked about how how I love potato chips. And Meyer potato chips are so awesome, but, but I can't figure out what brand it is. I'm not talking the, like, kettle ones, the regular ones, like regular barbecue. Okay. They're way better than Jay's. Oh. And they're to me not as good as ruffles but they're still really good but i don't know they aren't like vintners or or whatever else is out there i don't know i can't put a hand on it
0: yeah yeah that's i mean i always you know there's with the store brand, because, you know, there's so many things that you can get in store brands right. now, like almost everything. Right. Um, it it makes me wonder if – how how much people would actually be able to taste the difference on a lot of that stuff right. and how much of that stuff it really is the store brand that's better, like with those mm-hmm. chips, you right. know, like and you'd rather have those than J's.
1: Meyer Raisin bran has way more raisins than like post or Kellogg's. Like oh, not, even, really? not even close. Holy cow. Yeah.
0: I, when I when I used to I haven't eaten cereal in a long time, but I used to be a huge raisin bran was my cereal and I had to have Kellogg's. Like I would not do post raisin bran. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: get that away from me. I don't even want post raisin bran, but right. Kellogg's heck yeah. I haven't but,
1: I haven't had uh uh Aerial cereal with milk in it in ages.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a dry cereal guy, right?
1: I am. I'm a dry cereal and dry oatmeal
0: also. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But on the
1: weekends, (laughs) I'll put water in it. (laughs) I'll actually make it if I feel like it. It's still a little bit too much work, but I will... (laughs) Monday through Friday is just rip that packet open and eat it.
0: (laughs) Isn't it kind of difficult to eat dried oatmeal though? No, man. I mean, isn't that giving your molars like a hardcore workout? Oh, hell no, man. Once once you
1: you get into your best horse imitation, it's easy.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that's what i thought like you're <laughs> chewing like side to side
1: down. rotary chewing man we all have that skill rotary chewing
0: <laughs> i guess i just never thought of it before mm-hmm. i've been doing the dry cereal thing quite a bit lately but just kind of like um <laughs> like uh pour a little cereal for my kids and just like take a handful of the, the Lucky Charms or whatever or Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are like the perfect snack size cereal. Oh, yeah. Just the little individual pieces of them. They're just like perfect to pop in your mouth.
1: So we've talked about this on previous podcasts where there are certain foods... We don't eat because they sound so horrible, but yet we'll drink a lot of alcohol and I'll barely eat fat. So it makes no sense. But cereal is one of those things also. I try not to eat a lot of cereal anyway, but those old school ones, like my all time favorite is fruity pebbles
0: okay i was just gonna say fruity pebbles and
1: i never eat it i haven't had it in years because in my head it's like oh bad oh sugar blah blah yeah. blah but no i i really miss that one i miss uh cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch and fruit loops and apple jacks i haven't had oh. apple jacks in 20 years probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I eat cinnamon toast crunch dry pretty regularly. Okay. That's a good snack food.
1: Has it but, has it changed at all?
0: Oh man, it's it's I don't even know if I had it that much as a kid. I probably have eaten it more as an adult oh, than yeah. I have it. yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. I like the with fruity pebbles, I like i I will pour some fruity pebbles, and I always mix cereals, so like fruity pebbles with like a more like substantial like a, a fruit grape nuts or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I love when fruit loops get soggy, okay like let it sit there a little bit and right. like that, just that like mushy consistency. But, but then it's so like fruity too. It's so mm-hmm. good. So, I mean, it's not fruity pebbles. It's not really, it's more like fruity mush than fruity pebbles. It's not right. hard. There was um, <laughs> a few years ago I was shopping and I saw um, grape nuts and I was like, and I I don't think I would even ever even had grape nuts. But the thing that is like crazy to me about grape nuts is, they it's like the smallest box, but it's so heavy, right? Because it's yeah dense food, you know, I like look like
1: gravel in a box.
0: Yeah, 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 essentially. And but you know, I was in the cereal aisle, and I was like, man, some grape nuts sounds sounds like kind of good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some grape nuts. So I put them in the cart, and as I'm putting them in the cart, I'm like. I feel like an old man. Like what? I'm like 37 years old. What am I buying grape nuts for? So then I, I grabbed a box of Lucky Charms to cancel it. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll mix some grape nuts with Lucky Charms, and, and I can I can defend that at least. Right. But yeah, another I mean,
1: one one also is uh, Captain Crunch Crunchberries.
0: Oh hell yeah. Oh
1: man. Oh god, I can oh, that was such a good
0: taste. Yeah, it was and I like the the captain the peanut butter crunch too. Okay. That was that was delicious. Did
1: you eat um the count Chocula line like that and frankenberry and booberry? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I'll usually get those for my kids every like, you know, early October when they come out because they're smart because it's limited release. You know, you can't get that stuff year round usually. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's usually, it's usually, or, well, I mean, or maybe it's, maybe that's just when I pay attention to it. But usually I'll see it in like early October and I'll be like, oh yeah, it's Count Chocula, Booberry, and, or, uh, yeah, Booberry and Frankenberry time. And I'll get, I'll get those then. I think it's just in around that time.
1: When, when we were kids, I uh, i swear there was a, a, a mummy one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was, wasn't there? Like mummy yummy or yummy mummy or something.
0: I can almost even see the box. Yeah. Huh.
1: But it wasn't that popular.
0: Must not have been if we don't even remember what it was
1: called. I think it's out there.
0: Yeah. Huh. I
1: don't we'll, I, we'll have to check it out later.
0: Yeah. We'll 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 check it out and report back since we're so good in, on reporting, yeah, reporting things. Although actually here, a point of clarification that nobody cares about. Except for me, so I'm going to make it the other night when we were talking about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And I said that our friend Greg was born on the day that that video was shot. Okay, it was actually Greg's brother that was born that day. Oh, okay, and that came to me the next morning out of the blue. I was thinking about nothing, and just like it just came to me, and I was like, wait, that wasn't Greg, it was his brother that was born that day. So,
1: did you just- listen?
0: I don't know if he listens or not. I don't know. He didn't. If he does, he didn't say anything to me about it. So he might not even know. So, like I said, like literally nobody cares right. except for me. But <laughs> just for the just for the historical record, I'd like to say that I know I was wrong and that it, w- it was his brother that was born on that day, um, the day of the the Bigfoot like Patterson film or Peterson film or something like that. But um, anyway. So if the setting on the dryer, you can choose very dry or less dry. What do you think that means?
1: Um, One is high heat and the other is low heat.
0: Which is which?
1: Well, less dry is low heat. Is low heat? Yeah. You always want to use low heat.
0: You do? Yes. Why?
1: Because heat makes your colors fade, and over time, your shit will shrink.
0: Okay. But I want this blanket to get dry.
1: Oh, oh, okay. If a blanket <laughs> will then... Hi- yeah, high is okay.
0: Okay. Well, I put it on high, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it... But, like, if it's very dry then I don't need high heat because it's already dry already. Or is it that I want to make it very dry?
1: You're making it
0: very dry. Okay. God. You see, whoever made that dryer, I bet they thought that they were being so clear. Well,
1: I mean, they're assholes. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, just fucking put high heat or low heat. Don't get all goddamn fancy. and confuse bet, I agree.
0: Like, come on! You're just making it too. I shouldn't have to sit there and think about what you mean on that dryer dial, right? And like the the, the like uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm I i do not want to complain about a washer and dryer that I didn't even buy. So let's just be thankful for it. I one of the uh, one of the mistakes that I made in buying the beer was that i didn't realize i didn't have anything to open the beer with oh,
1: shit.
0: which you can imagine is quite frustrating i didn't want to use my teeth or anything oh hell and, no <laughs> so i That's found a gear. uh in my kind of uh box of miscellaneous hardware stuff i found a a hose clamp. <laughs> and I put the clamp on it and pried it off that way. And it makes a pleasant like almost wine cork sound when I take it off. Whatever works, I've invented a new a new way of doing it. <laughs> Have you ever tried the uh, the like uh, sword uh, bottle opening thing before? Oh like with sharp knife trying to open a bottle.
1: Like a champagne Staber?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I haven't. I know where to buy one, but I think it take. I, uh, I it's kind of a skill. It it's kind of a skill.
0: Yeah. Okay. I believe that it's kind of a skill, but it's kind of a bad idea too, because I think probably more this people think the skill can actually do.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't want, that shit can shoot out. For every bottle of bottle of, of uh, champagne I open, I just twist off the cork.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're going to, like, use one of those sabers, mm-hmm. you're, you're just as likely to, you know, you might as well just pour it out on the ground because there's, like, a 50-50 chance that's what's going to happen. Maybe what? not even that. Maybe even a higher chance than that i don't know I'll, I'll stick with uh with using my just regular old bottle opener or pipe clamp it at the worst <laughs> resourcefulness exactly um okay so you and i have something in common. About our birth order, which is an article I read the other day. We, we're both born third in our family. Yes, and we're the youngest. Yes, and the article that I read was: Does birth order matter? And the part of part of the article was: um, Does do do parents do mothers care more about the firstborn than they do the second born. Right. And it was like, did we cover this already? I can't remember if we talked about this. I don't think this so. Been- no. But it was um that they don't that yes, they do treat them differently, but it's not because they prefer one or one over the other. It's because of the differences in the kids. And they, they interact with the kids differently. And that might have something to do with birth order, or it might not. Um, the like they were talking about how firstborn kids sometimes are more um, confident and assertive because they spent the first few years of their life being the center of attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is something that the other kids never get because you're always sharing attention because there's already other kids around. Right. But they, so they talked about how um, a lot of firstborn kids are successful and wise and like accomplish great things. But then they, they were like, but there are exceptions to like Stalin and Mussolini. <laughs> so, like, firstborn could be great or firstborn could be a madman
1: total evil right
0: yeah and then they said you know like Charles Darwin, Karl Marx and Gandhi weren't firstborn and they all accomplished great things so like basically it laid out like you know a couple thousand words about all of this science and then at the end it said "Eh, it doesn't really matter it's all a crapshoot which makes sense, but what they did say is that an overwhelming number of astronauts are firstborn in their families hmm. which they had no explanation for right. but um, you know to me being an astronaut is to get to that level, you've been very disciplined in a lot of things and very focused in a lot of things, you know, in the military or science or however. So, and I always associate that more with firstborn stuff than with later down the line. But when I think of my own family, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I don't know. It's birth order is just interesting to me because I'm not sure it makes much of a difference.
1: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, yeah, you're treated differently by your parents based on personality, based on burnout, I I think. I think right, of, your, yeah. of your parents. I, th- I think of like myself. I mean, I was pretty much under the radar with everything, and right. That's how I am personality wise. I think like I'm under right, the yeah. radar. Yet I don't yeah. do stupid shit that says I like attention, but I hate attention. It's, it's a weird
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I always thought your, your situation was so interesting. Cause like from the, from the time that we first became friends, when we were 11 or 12 years old, you would, you would tell me like, Oh, I, you know, I can, I can go home whenever I want. Oh, I can go out whenever I want. Oh, I, you know, I just have to tell them what I'm doing. And like, there were, there were like no rules. You were just doing whatever yeah. you wanted.
1: And, which is funny because my brother had a lot of rules like he couldn't even go to go to a concert when he he was like 16 or 17 and wanted to go to a U2 concert and my parents wouldn't let him i think it was the the Joshua Tree tour oh he man wanted to with his friends and her parents wouldn't let him because he wasn't 18 and yeah then my sister got shafted because I think because she was the only girl maybe they were right. you know little harder on him and and then you have the weirdo young child that wants to be by himself and is kind of a wild card and and I tell him hey I'm going to Orlando tomorrow I'll be back next week like <laughs> And there weren't any, I, I just didn't have a lot of rules. I don't know if it, there was other other uh, other concerns or if they thought, well, well, if we don't let him do what he wants, he's going to take a progression to hurting animals and then escalate. Like, I don't know. I have no clue. But pretty much I was able to... Pretty much do what I wanted to, whenever I wanted. Um,
0: yeah. Wh- wh- was d- You mentioned the word burnout. Do you think there was any of that with your parents? Or do you think they were just like, okay, we've had enough. Like, this one can just do whatever he wants. I
1: don't know. You know, because I think my brother and sister weren't complicated. I mean, right. maybe they're listening and they can... Tell me, I'm right or wrong? But like, I always, <laughs> I always have felt possibly there were irks within our household. Like my mom didn't really like work until um, I was a uh, uh, until I went to, I think first grade or kindergarten or first grade. So. They had her at home constantly, um, right? Didn't always, and then I don't know. They're busier, and you no, know, I always thought that they might have thought I was just weird and different, and they're like, uh-huh. no, just let them do what he wants to because he might not amount to anything later <laughs> I don't know I've always like wondered, like did you think I was going to be okay when I grew up
0: let him enjoy his childhood because that's going to be the peak yeah. of his life
1: <laughs> that's all he has He'll <laughs> be reading Hardy Boy's books when he's 42.
0: <laughs> oh, God. We're really revealing a lot about who we are as people on this episode, I think. about A lot about our insecurities and what really drives us. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, um, what they thought, really. Um, yeah, but I do know I did have it a lot easier than the first two. The first two had, like, rules. And I always... Like, especially um, when I got older... Older as in, in like, 10, 11, 12 years old, I started to realize, I like, man, I don't have the same rules. They're kind of not really... Paying attention, they don't want me to like get hurt, and they right. want me home safely. But they're not keeping a real strict eye on me, and and I, uh, I'm a pusher, and I would, I would, kind of extend to see how how far I could take it. So right, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, I I also wonder if there's. a a little bit of um not burnout but just kind of like you realize the stakes aren't as high as you thought they were with the first kid right because when you have your first kid everything's like oh jesus do i know what i'm what am i going to do about this what how is this going to go what if i don't do this What if i don't do that Mm -hmm. but then by the time you get to like your third kid or your fourth kid you're like all right yeah Like the kid's gonna be what he's gonna be and I can only do so much, you know? And you know, that's that's why that's I kind of like reached that conclusion. I have four kids and I kind of reached that conclusion kind of like you know, midway through the second kid. It was just kind of like, All right, you know, yeah, just have ice cream for breakfast sometimes and you know, stay up late sometimes and you know, the, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, parent, there are there are a million different good ways to parent and that really good parenting comes down to, are you providing time and attention to your kids? Mm-hmm. And if you provide time and attention, which are two things that nobody else can provide in the same way that you do, then the rest of it, probably doesn't matter too much the rest of it's going to turn out okay if you can do time and attention Mm -hmm. and like it's still it's still fine i mean you know plenty of kids have turned out fine without time and attention and it's still possible to show your love in other ways right but if you do if you do show if you do give them time and you do give them attention you're (laughs) like you're you're on a pretty good path there as a parent you know Mm -hmm. It's it's uh, because everything else it just will just kind of handle itself because mm. you're teaching them things that you don't even know that you're teaching them and they're learning things they don't even know that they're learning but just by giving them your time and your attention it's you know they're picking up things and learning how to be a good person but um, I think my situation was a little bit different because my I have two older sisters I don't have a brother so like I was the only boy mm-hmm. so. I was unique, but I was also, and I was third. So they kind of like, they made it through the first two, but I was also a boy. So like there was less worrying about me and there was let, you know, I could take care of myself or whatever, you know? So I I think there was just a a little bit of difference that way too, but. Right. I don't, I'm not a big believer. Birth order, like believing in birth order to me is a little bit like in believing in astrology I think like you can assign meaning to it if you want but it doesn't really mean anything and like any interpretation you want of it you can probably twist and turn things and read into things anything you want but that doesn't make it right or it doesn't mean that you're that scientific or anything you know it there's good and bad in in all orders or whatever
1: right right
0: so i don't know of my four kids we'll see we'll see how they all turn out as long as none of them turn out as like psychotics then i'll be happy <laughs> i'll be happy
1: well are they do they have like signs of any any oddities at all <laughs>
0: Other, other than anything they got from me, probably not. Although my, my one son does constantly turn his eyelids inside out. Which is a little disconcerting when you see it. You're like, what's wrong with that kid's eyelids? Right. But I don't know. Whatever. Um. <laughs> well, we're we're both um, third third births, and we're we've turned out okay. So it must not be uh, must not be too too much worry yeah. about. We've
1: least. turned out okay,
0: even, even if they didn't expect much from. You. I
1: know. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> I. I've always wondered. I haven't ever asked. You
0: like, <laughs> it's one of those things you don't want to know the answer to. Well,
1: right. Well, I mean, I kind of do, and I kind of don't. I want to ask, like, did you really worry? Like, did you think I was going to move out ever? Or <laughs> did you think I was going to be dependent upon you? But, I mean, no, I think the answer is no, because my whole life was kind of uh, – now I'm uh, pretty independent like I did, yeah. things, did a lot on my own I mean which is funny like like I'm um, fortunate my whole life to have had a lot of f- friends okay but, but yet in a lot of other uh, aspects I've kind of done things on my own so right yeah yeah
0: yeah a good a good mix of um quite social but a bit of a loner too yeah and and uh comfortable in both situations though oh well
1: do you remember the um what one of my fears was in like junior high and high school
0: about eating by yourself? Yeah,
1: about eating by myself. I could not eat by myself. It was so weird. And I did not eat by myself until I think it was um, it was January of 1998. So I was 20 years old. And it was at a Burger King in Maryville.
0: I was going to say, I knew that it was at a Burger King. Yeah. I did remember that.
1: Yeah, I think it was at uh, at the mall still. Um, I had gotten a f- flat tire driving home from VU. I was on 149. First uh, f- flat tire ever, and I didn't know what the hell to do. I got out... <laughs> And I looked at the tire, and I'm just like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> what do I do?" So, I mean, I got the owner's uh, uh, manual out. I had that uh, that black Ranger, and I figured it out, and um, I put this bear on, and I drove up to uh, Spears in uh, Maryville. Why why I chose Sears, I'm not really sure. I knew that they had automotive. I don't know why I drove all the way out there. I have no yeah. clue. But but as I was waiting, I was like, man, I'm really, really hungry. And I didn't want to eat though because I was by myself. And, and I was just like, I have, I have to, I have to fucking eat. I'm so hungry. And I walked up to the Burger King up there, and I ate. And I, you know, I think I might've called you that like same evening or went up <laughs> to save more possibly. And
0: yeah, like, I remember gosh. it being a big deal. You're like, I ate by myself and it was fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, And I mean, I, yeah, I, it's, it's totally fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I think like, I think one of your concerns, right. Was, was that like you would, you would, People would think you, like you were some kind of loser. They could only eat by yourself.
1: I had this like fear of of uh, people looking at me, watching me, and judging me. I don't know yeah. why. I yeah. You no, know, I always felt back then, like younger, younger, that um, people looked at me and they thought they they automatically thought that was weird. Just like right away. I just like, always thought people thought that people probably yes. still think that whatever. <laughs> I just don't fucking care now. Right. Right. But back then I was like, Oh man, people are fucking watching me there. And I would m- make up these crazy things in my head. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else does that and just hasn't said anything.
0: Yeah, well, I, I had this thing about, you know, my my dad would always, you know, always talks about how he, you know, has gone to Cubs games by when he was in the Navy and, like, mm-hmm. you know, traveling by himself. He would go to Cubs games by himself, and he would go to movies by himself, and I always thought it was so weird, like, you just go to a movie by yourself? Right. But then, like, a couple of years ago, I started going to a lot of movies, and... Like I would just go by my, and just like, you know, at like 10 o'clock at night, I, I want to go see a movie. So I would just like go see a movie by myself, you know, and just like, and the first time that I did it, I remember walking in there and thinking, and just feeling like such a loser. Like, you know, I'll take one for whatever movie was right and, and like, I was like kind of looking around and everybody else there was with somebody or, you know, groups of people or whatever. Right. and just this like loner coming up to buy a movie ticket by himself but then like I went in and I watched the movie and like nothing happened like no, <laughs> nobody said anything to me about being my well, being by myself. afterwards I was just like all right well that was good so you know then I started going by myself a lot and then I actually got to the point where I, I saw um oh god that Clint Eastwood movie about the people on the train that took over like the i don't know something some train to paris that they overtake the some terrorist or something i can't remember the name of I it don't know. but i went to see that at like ten forty-five at night or nine forty-five at night and i was literally the only person in the theater wow i had i had my own private showing for that movie and i was like oh hell yeah that's awesome was it cool It was because like, you know, you're just sitting there by yourself and like, and I I had it figured out, you know, after going to so many movies, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even show up like at the beginning, I would show up like 10 minutes into it because I would see the same previews over and over. You know, this was back in the glory days of movie pass when I could go to a ton of movies. Right. Um, I would see the same previews over and over. So I was like, all right, the movie starts like 21 minutes after the beginning of the, of the movie, you know, so you don't have to be there right when it starts. And I, I just walked in there and I was like, why is there nobody here? And then I waited like 10 minutes until the movie started and nobody ever showed up. And I was like, all right, well, cool. And I, I just thought it was interesting that like they still started the movie on time, even though there was nobody there. But you, they kind of have to because if, like, somebody shows up late like me, like, you're counting on the movie starting, you know? So even though there's nobody there, they still start the movie.
1: Right. Where did you sit?
0: Just, like, where I would have normally sat. Like, I, I usually like to sit, like, halfway up and usually by the aisle or sometimes I'll go to the center. Sometimes I like sitting in the center just so I can see. But usually either halfway up or all the way up. Okay. If, if I if I have a drink, I'm going to sit by the aisle because God knows I'm going to have to get up and pee. But if I don't have a drink, then I'll usually try to sit in the middle. Right. Especially, but if it's an empty theater, I just sit wherever I want. But yeah, I just sat in the, like, halfway up. Back in the days when we could go to movies and not have to worry about getting coronavirus. Well,
1: oh, I haven't been to a, Movie
0: in ages. So, I was going to say, what was the do you even remember the last one you saw?
1: I don't know, actually.
0: <laughs> I love going, man. I, I love it. I, I just it like I, I I like movies in general, but going to the theater to see one is just such a good experience. I always like it even more than just watching it. At, watching them at home. That. Communal thing, or I don't know, maybe maybe it's not even a communal thing because I like watching that one by myself. Community of One, but
1: yeah, whatever. When
0: when the theater is open, hit up a movie, you'll be glad you did. I will. (laughs) No, you won't.
1: No, I won't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Report back and let us know what you saw.
1: I'll probably have milk and milk and cereal before i watch a movie at a theater
0: (laughs) all right well we'll have a podcast podcast episode about it when it happens yeah all right we made it through another one and they listened to another one if they made it all the way till the end i hope they did because it's entertaining as hell as usual i hope the sound wasn't too bad it sounds this is the first time that it, it is sounding echoey to me. I hope it hasn't sounded echoey the whole time. but I mean, it um,
1: sounds okay on my end, but okay. we'll see when we have a bunch of pissed off listeners that, says, that yeah. say, hey, fix the fucking yeah. audio.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the good things about this, this house that I'm in is that all the appliances are new. Mm-hmm. And so one of the when I opened the freezer, one of the thing first things that I checked was to see if there was an ice maker. And there's not not only is there not an ice maker, there's not even any ice trays. Okay. So I have no ice right now. Do you have a solution for that?
1: Well, I do. Okay. What you want uh, what you
0: want to do is is
1: head to your local strack at Vantel and buy some Lang Ice. And in this case, it's a trifecta, because you'll make your freezer happy, you'll make your drink happy, and you'll make your mouth happy with laying ice. Like, do not ever use refrigerator-like ice makers for two reasons. One, they break and they flood your fucking kitchen. Two, <laughs> that ice tastes like fish. It tastes <laughs> shitty. Refrigerator ice is not g- good. Out of a new one, okay, you no, know, it tastes okay for a certain period of time, but time and time again, uh, as time passes, that water line gets fucked up and funky. It just, yeah, it is not good ice. You are better off buying and laying ice.
0: All right, I'll keep Lang ice in mind, and uh, next time I'm at Strax, I'll I'll pick some up and let you know how it goes. Yes, I like that idea. All right. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, Check back on Monday. We'll have another all-new episode, and until then, leave us a review and a five-star rating. Thanks.